Oh, so you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. a funny joke <laughs> i'm gonna throw that that keyboard against the against the wall <laughs> shut up and sit down last time on the show you remember um, if you go to the main entrance there's like the two tents where they like give you bracelets yeah one on each side the building like literally if you're at the right Outside, getting your bracelet right behind them, right like the oh, first okay. so building. So it's up front somewhere. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's up front. Did you, did you make it all the way back to that like cabin by the swamp? No, we didn't do that. Oh, okay. Okay, so, hold on. Let me uh, let me write this down. How? What other buildings <laughs> were there? <laughs> Wait, Derek. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Derek's funny. <clears throat> that was funny. Oh, God, the keyboard again. That song is for Ray Ray. She's back on the show. Where is the applause? Wow. There it is. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Smooth transition. We're professionals. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So here it is. Short notice. Short notice. You came on. Short notice. Thank you so much. Um, Ray Ray's no slug. She she pulls in listens. Okay. Oh, do I? Yeah. Yes. Statistically, you do. Yeah. Statistically, you do. Yes. Um, but also, you know, you you fit in perfectly. So we always love oh, having you. you. We do. No matter what Dan says. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what do you got throwing me under the bus? I wish I could. Anyways, listen, listen. There's a lot to talk about today. Um, there is. It is. It is. Uh, all friends Eve, as they say. Oh, yes, it like is. It. <laughs> all friends Eve. It now, is listen, I, Eve. I saw something on HBO Max today that said at 12 p.m. Pacific. I think, I think Pacific. Because so, I saw it, too. So three. But I had to today. Google. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, which direction is that from us? <laughs> you mean 12 a.m. You mean 12 a.m. Pacific. That's what you I meant. 12 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. So, so at 3 a.m. our time, you can hop on to HBO Max and watch the, the Friends special. So we plan on getting up or, uh, you know, and getting the child to daycare. The other mm-hmm. child is with her mom. Um, and so we can get up and once she gets back from dropping him off, we're going to turn on this, uh, menagerie of fun. Um, the question is though, like, I don't know how long it is. And if you're listening to this, you would have already watched it. Yes. Uh, and and this is just a, this is just a tease to what we'll be talking about later. Obviously we'll be talking about the, the fact that there's a friends reunion. Yes. Uh, Ray Ray is a great guest for this because she is what's considered a mild fan. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, she's obsessed. Uh, has well, I'm seen... not obsessed. How many episodes do you watch daily? I do enjoy it. Oh, daily? None. Oh, I watch about can... probably three or four a day. I mean, if what? it's what kind on, of fucking like, time do you have? <laughs> right. I have HBO it's Max. It's on like syndication. Then I I should watch all of it because I also have HBO Max. I should just this guy. This guy complains about how busy his life is, and then he says he watches three to four episodes of Friends. You, you understand? Day? It's on in the background. 
at while I'm working, and then it's on like my wife and has short it on. episodes. All right, so exactly watching. Yes, air quote. Watching. But like I could, I revisiting. I'm, yes, I'm very well versed <laughs> in all of it. Very well. All versed. right. Well, and I was very young to watch it to begin with, but we're going to talk about that and what that introduced me to um, as this episode continues. We're just going to ignore what we're seeing now and move on into right. current events. I have a Kirk. Kleenex jammed into my nostril because it continues to run. That's for the listeners. Well, uh, yeah, current events. Current events, uh, I don't Dan. know if you wanted to talk about current events, but I've been watching an HBO documentary called The Crime of the Century. It's about the opioid crisis. It's a two-part documentary, and it's fucking huge. Uh, so if you got the time, be prepared. It's a long one, two-part, like I said. Um, but it is mind blowing it angers me it frustrates me it scares me uh it all comes down to uh basically politicians um being bought and sold by the pharmaceutical companies dude the opioid uh, this this whole thing like i know it blows your mind and it surprises you or it blows your mind and angers you and that's okay but i'm just so not surprised by it number yeah, one yeah no i i like I know all of this and I've heard all of this before and I know that the, the epidemic has been going on for quite some time. Um, for example, it killed Rob, man, like the opioid epidemic killed yes. Rob. Yeah. And on top of that, St. Joseph's Villa, which is now called Villa of Hope um, in the town of Greece, actually was approved to create an entire other building so that they could have beds for people to come in and get clean because uh, there just aren't enough beds in Monroe County. Wow. Uh, there aren't enough spaces, there aren't enough staff, <clears throat> which is sad. But if you watch the documentary, you'll see how much of this has really affected the Appalachian uh, region of this country. It's just mind blowing. There's just so many fucking great things about it. But um, one thing that stuck out to me that really bothered me that I wanted to talk about was, you know, here in New York, we, we continue to, um, reelect the same people. And it, you, we got to start doing a little bit of digging on these people because Chuck Schumer was listed in a, in a group of individuals that was uh, paid off by pharmaceutical companies to not vote for certain bills well, that would harm them. Dan, this is the thing that people like they, that everyone needs to realize is we harp on conservatives for mm -hmm. taking money from from religious organizations and gun organizations right and and it's the truth they yeah. they get their money from that but the democrats have always been in the pocket of big pharma always it's just it's their nra man well i mean i, I, mean, I think if you watched it you'd see that it's i mean honestly it looked like there was more republicans but it's not strictly a Republican. No, it's not. And a little bit Democrat. It's it's kind of a lot of everybody, and that's the problem. Yeah. Um. And and furthermore, I know that Schumer has issues with Wall Street, uh, kind of being in their back pocket. So sure, he always has. I think I think people really need to do, do a little bit more research on Chuck. And um. You know, like like you're just saying, we're gonna point the gun at anybody. This well, isn't just an anti-Trump, anti-conservative, anti-Republican show. It's about this being, is anti-stupidity. Well, yeah. these people are beholden to these to to specific people or specific parties. I can't stand it. This group of guys I know, like, hey, uh, your buddy Cuomo, 
He's not my buddy, man. He's a, pol- yeah. he's a politician. That. Oh, you're your buddy. I hate that. You, don't you? It's the worst. Your buddy Schumer. Your buddy, bro. I don't give a fuck about these people. Okay. Yeah. I right. wasn't even a Democrat until this year, so I could vote in the primaries. I was. Yeah. I wasn't a Democrat, but you. But the people on the right went so far down the cult path of Trump that I had right. to do something. So yeah, to them, it's either. You're with your team or you're not. You, you're you like, you're right. not allowed to be a free thinker at all. This isn't, but it's not a team sport. This isn't a sport. We've turned it into that. This is our kids. This is our future. This is the governing of where we live, man. This isn't the Super Bowl where we pick a team and rah, rah, rah. And then whoever wins doesn't really affect much, right? It's not, yeah, that's, that's not what this is. It's not a game. That's the metaphor. Yeah. yeah. It's not a game. And these people make it into a game. And then you've got these people getting money funneled from pharmaceutical companies, from gun companies, from whatever it is. I mean, when it comes to pharmaceuticals, that shit, I mean, they're legal drug dealers. They are legalized drug dealers and they have for the longest time. They have been for the longest time. Dan, I'm I'm, going to say on the show, I don't care. I'm not I'm not going to hide from it. But whenever I have chronic pain, I have a knee pain and some other joint pain. I do have doctors that will try to prescribe me narcotics. And I have to say no every time because I know me. Yeah, I have to say no. I say, can I do Tylenol with codeine? Can I just do Tylenol? Can I do Advil? People ask me all the time. Well, you could probably get Vicodin for your knee. No, no, because that bottle will be gone. Yeah, I know it will be. Vicodin's rough, dude. Yeah. When I busted my teeth, they gave me Vicodin for my teeth. Ouch. And I took it and it was like, Josh was trying to have conversation with mm-hmm. me. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't speak right now. Ray, 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 Ray. Yeah. How mad was Josh when he hit you? No, just kidding. What, what was the story <laughs> behind that? Well, how did that happen? I, I think I remember, but I'd like the listeners to find out from you. About my teeth. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> I was riding my bike, bicycle, not a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. And I was on like the nice paved path that goes like next to 390 and next to Olympia, is it that's over there? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And they put those lovely poles in the middles of the trails to stop people from driving on them. And uh I was just coasting down the hill there and looked off to my right because there was people. And I was like, oh, what are they doing? And I crashed my bike directly into the pole. And I went head over handlebars and smashed my face into the pavement. Uh, Jiminy Crickets. Super fun. I broke my front two teeth in half. Like just cracked them right in half. Um, and they were so broken that I had to just have a root canal in both of them, because if they had broken any higher up, I would have exposed the root and I would have just killed the teeth anyways. So I had to have two emergency root canals at the same time in the front two teeth. And yeah, they prescribed me Vicodin, which it helped, but I couldn't take it during the day because I was not a functioning human no, yeah. while taking it. So I couldn't take it like during my work day. Um, I had to just jack up the Motrin super yeah. hard to get through the work day. And then I was only taking the Vicodin at night. 
Yep. So then what happened was I took it at night and I would only stay awake for like 20 or 30 minutes after taking it before I knew I had to put myself to bed. Mm-hmm. And so I somehow stayed up a little too late with it. And Josh was trying to have a conversation with me while we were laying in bed, getting ready to go to sleep. And I had to just tell him, you should just stop talking because I am not comprehending <laughs> anything that you're saying. Wow. Um, yeah. So I only took it. I took it once on the weekend to see how it felt. And that's when I knew I couldn't take it during the workday. So then I only took it at night and I probably only took it four nights. So I only took four doses and then I got rid of the rest of it after I was out of pain because in my head, I was like, this, this is dangerous shit. <laughs> it, it, it is. And this it's is not fun. right. <laughs> and it's fun. And that's the problem yeah. is you just, yeah. well, it feel- didn't make me fun. It made me just brain dead. <laughs> well, yeah. See, I used to do, I used to love, I would do uh, what two or three Vikes and like, you know, a bottle of wine and you just, yeah, no, I would have, I would have been dead on the bathroom floor. Oh, yeah. God. Well, I think your, your tolerance Rocco is a bit higher yeah. than most people because yeah. you've been doing that kind of stuff for so long. But Ray, Ray, going back to that night when you got hurt, was that not yes. the night that I showed up to your house and said, Hey, Josh, come to our old high school. They're closing it down next night. Oh, that was the next night. But so you were I still, got, you're on the couch. Yeah. Like, I just had the, all kinds of fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take your husband. I had the root canals that day. So I got the accident was on a Thursday evening while we were out bike riding. And then my dental surgery was Friday morning. And then, yeah, I was in a lot of pain because I smashed my face in the pavement and then also had two root canals. Oh my Um, God. But like, I wasn't going to be any good company for him. So I was like, you just go, I'll just be here on the couch. Well, I I kind of felt bad because I was like, well, doesn't, shouldn't he be here to like, I don't know, take you to the bathroom and. No, I wasn't that bad. While you cry. (laughs) It's okay. I can make it to the bathroom. (laughs) I can make it to bed. (laughs) Okay. It's just, it's, but no, that stuff is very, very dangerous. And they just prescribe it to you. They just, yeah, they're just so willing. I like in my head, I'm like, I, all I had was like two teeth. I had just, to me, it wasn't major. And I was like, you're giving me Vicodin? Like, seems extreme for what I had done, but I was. The trauma of the hitting my face plus the trauma of the root canals, I guess it made sense, but I couldn't take it at the level that they prescribed to me because that was too much. Exactly. And it's not just, it's not even just the painkillers. Like for instance, um, recently I went on anxiety medication for obvious reasons. Um, and you know, when talking to the therapist and, and my primary care about it, I was very, very staunch. I I can't do anything that's a narcotic. So whatever you're giving me must be non-narcotic. It has to be, or I'm not taking anything. Mm. And they, and they were like, oh, okay. You know, they didn't ask any questions, but I could tell that they could read between the lines. And just kind of were like, okay, no problem. So yeah, I take a non-narcotic anti-anxiety medication and it works. It works well, you know, combine that with therapy. And, you know, again, the thing is, is the folks that don't have a support system or an understanding of themselves. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like good for you for advocating for yourself in a situation that might turn out poorly, you were able to be like, yeah, nope, not Mm -hmm. doing that. 
Yeah. And, and on top of that is also like just being that transparent, like with my wife, you know, like, okay, so this is what happened to the doctor today. This is what they try to prescribe me. I said, no, this is what they did prescribe me here. You can see it. And, and that is, that is important. And that's, that's stuff. Like I even want to teach my children, not so much about like narcotics or non-narcotics. What I mean is knowing yourself, knowing your limits, knowing what trouble you could get yourself into and just stay on that, on that path. And it makes me sad thinking of, of past friends, I guess, you know, I mean, Dan, I know, you know what I mean? Well, both of you for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. The hardest thing I've ever done as far as pills go what were when I broke my foot, um, which we've talked about many times on this mm-hmm. show. But while I was in the hospital through the IV, they gave me Dilaudid and Percocet. They kind of went back Ooh. and forth. And they sent me home with Percocets. And uh, I don't remember. I kind of feel like I took a little bit when I was at home. But what happened was it, it just made me sleepy. Uh, and, and groggy and and either the Dilaudid or the Percocet I couldn't remember which but when I was in the hospital it just made me itch all over mm-hmm. this yep. uncomfortable itchy feeling um, but I had some laying around years well about a year later and um, I was just bored one night so I took a perk and it was like so awful and I just at that point, I just lost all will to ever want to pop pills for fun. It was just like right. things it just it's not a good time for me. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm yeah. doing the wrong ones, but like it just wasn't mixing with me or my body chemistry well. And for me, it's not really worth the risk. You know, Who no. try this. No, no, thanks. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's not worth it. And you know, the, these kids today, they're getting drugs from the medicine cabinet at home. You know, mom and dad have an expired bottle of Vicodin or Oxys. Jesus, Oxys. Stay mm-hmm. the fuck away from those. Um, you know, crushing the Oxys up, blowing a couple lines, having a great time. Um, you know, but again, that shit will kill you. Like, Do you know why? Do you know why it was important to crush up the uh, oxycontin for because it absorbs what the it, blood, blood brain barrier and yeah, well the reason why it's called contin is because it's short for continual or continuous just like a lot of the sleep stuff you see now where it's a continuous slow oh, continuous release yeah yeah continual release and so by crushing that up or peeling it off in some way or burning it off Oh, you get like instant instead of yeah, slow. it's instant, right? Gotcha. Okay, well that it's makes far a lot more of sense. Like a heroin high than anything else. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then so what happens is, so these kids start doing their parents' oxies, and they run out of a script, and now the kids are addicted. And you know, if you don't have insurance or whatever, it's it's hard and and not cheap to get. So then they go do heroin because it's the same feeling it's far cheaper and you don't need a prescription for heroin right well usually the majority of these kids that are getting hooked are kids that had sports injuries yes correct injuries in in general or or adults that had injuries it's their doctor prescribing them pain relief it's 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 a pain management issue yes um 
and but yeah, sure. There are, there are probably some kids out there. They're like, oh, what's in the medicine cabinet? Let's try this. Yeah, and that, that, you know, but the majority is is people that are injured, and their doctor is prescribing this. Well, yeah, it's 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 two ways. It's someone who has never been in the drug culture, if you will, but they get prescribed something for their doctor because they break something in their body, and now they become a drug addict. Or there's kids, younger people that are in that drug culture, Dan, you and I know many people that are have been a portion of this culture and they will start with small things and then want to push. Leave your mom out of this. Very funny. No, they push the envelope. They have to push the envelope and they have to push the envelope and they have to push the envelope until we understand how addiction works. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm just saying like. It's 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 sad, and it I'm is, just. But, um, I'm glad I'm not I'm part of that. You, I'm telling you guys, watch this doc. Uh, again, it's the crime of the century. It's on HBO Max. You're not going to do it in one night, okay? Could take you a week, but it's fascinating. And um, you're fascinating. Yeah. Why don't we Why don't we take a break? Because I want to spend a larger portion of this episode uh, go, going at this whole. What is it called? Friends? Is that what that's called? Yeah. Did you know what the little piece of trivia will answer this when we come back? Um, what was friends originally called before it was going to be called before it was called? Oh, friends? I know. I know it. And I'll answer it when we come back. All right. We'll be right back. Serenity now. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. Okay, Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Welcome back to Real the mature. very mature show of Critical Mass. We have Ray Ray as our guest tonight, and she is an avid uh, Friends fan. And so we're going to be talking about the reunion show that's coming up. It's it's going to be on tomorrow night, and we're recording this on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. What is this, the 26th? It'll be on the 27th. Um, uh, this way, yes. there's no spoilers, so we can't spoil anything. Um, it's true. Yeah, we haven't seen We it. can talk about our relationship to the show. Sure. The people that have enjoyed the show in our lives, um, how old we were when it started, etc., uh, but to, to answer the trivia question, I believe the show is going to be called Singles. No. Am I wrong? You are wrong. Oh, what was it, it going to be called? Six of one. Six of one. Like six people, because there's six of them in, in one, like all for one and one for all, like six of one. Got you. Well, I do believe that the show was based on the movie Singles. Sure. I feel like you are not wrong dan i'm not saying rocco's answer is not right Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well first of all you know what both now that you've said right now that you've said singles i'm like okay i feel like i did know that actually because they were all single at the time and of course they had the movie um not with those people but it's kind of based on that um right and yeah but i i would agree rocco i think a lot of times with um when you're, when you're starting a show, there's a lot of names are thrown around. There's mm-hmm. not just one. Well, so. sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> but but I mean, yeah. Except so, one is a terrible name. Yes, <laughs> it is. And I think I'm, Friends 
you know, in hindsight, singles would have been better than six of one. Yeah, but I is agree. clearly the best. You know, I agree. Yeah, the best one there. Um, yes. so first of all, the the intro song never changed whatsoever. Never. Never. Uh, normally, you see in shows over the over the years, they do alter the the intro there a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes completely, sometimes they shorten it. Even on our show, it never it never changed. That's right, it never changed with Friends, except for maybe just the the visual part of the yeah, intro. Always you know, change. Yeah. Every season. You know. Yeah. Um, how? What year did it come out? That's the real question. Ninety um, four. That's a, just I'm shooting Hang it. On, out I'll I'll have that to you in two seconds. <laughs> uh, I want to say I was pretty young. Ninety four. So nineteen ninety four. Yeah. So that means I was I was I was very young myself. I was, I was eight eight. Yeah, I was eleven, and I do remember like having a friend's T-shirt. Um, <laughs> I I think my mom and I got into a fight. She was like being really rude to me or something. And then we were in a yeah. blockbuster of all places. And they a what friend, now? <laughs> a blockbuster. Yeah. And I think she bought me the shirt as like a, I'm sorry, I'm in, I'm a horrible person. Okay. Kind of, kind of token. Um, I think I might <laughs> be doing different things, but I had a shirt. And I remember watching the show as a kid being like, wearing yeah, this shirt. is really funny. Wearing the shirt. I'm 11. It's acceptable for me to have shitty taste. Right. Um, and, you know, the show is a sitcom and for comedy snobs, you know, sitcoms are kind of lowbrow anyways. And then you had, you know, it, it, for me, it was just like, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's it's funny. It's you know, it was a huge show. Yeah. Um, but I think the when you combine the star power, not that any of those guys are really well known at all, but clearly the cast was like so talented. engaging and talented well, and yeah. beautiful. And it just there was something about it that you just wanted to ch- gobble up and yeah. Yeah. combine that with that intro music with that song. That was that song is on the fucking radio. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That song was like, like a top 10 billboard the, chart the, Rem, the Rembrandts, yeah. the Rem. Yeah. Was it the- That's the Rembrandts. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. He's driving in your car and the fucking theme yeah. song to a show. Would be and playing. then you, That's you, insane. you see in your head, yeah. the, the beginning of the show starting, Right. And mm-hmm. and for me, I was very young, but I remember because of that show, I, I wanted to live in New York City when I was young. Oh, um, yeah. It makes you New know, York City look amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, I just that's where so I wanted fun. to live. Exactly. <laughs> but the, yeah. there were no outdoor scenes. <laughs> there no. were well, not, sometimes there there were shots of New York City, but it was like <laughs> this, the shot of the person standing in front of the coffee shop or something or, right. or on their window ledge, like on the was sidewalk no, like, outside. Well, yeah, because clearly <laughs> it was filmed game. in L.A. When they had the football game outside in the park. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, um, that's true. But but again, I mean, for me, I grew up with it. You know, my mom watched it and it was just one of those shows where, you know, my brother and I watched it with her and we I ended up really starting to like it. I didn't understand a lot of the jokes went over my head, but like Joey was yeah. funny. Um, (laughs) obviously I was beginning, uh, my pubescent age. So Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, thank Mm -hmm. you for what you did for me. Um, (laughs) moving on, um, no, but, uh, you know, I, I really started to like, as I got older and then past that puberty portion, um, I, you know, I looked at them as my friends. 
as these were people I was spending time with rather than watching on a screen. And that's sad. That's really sad. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I remember that we had just moved to our town and I didn't really know anybody. And so I would watch their shows, uh, you know, every time it was on and then it was on syndication. I would make sure I didn't miss it on syndication. And then I remember all I remember the finale. I remember when Chandler proposed to Monica. Like, I remember all that stuff. And I remember rooting for them, always rooting for Ross and Rachel to be together. You know, you you root for those things and then and, and you get them. And I think the finale, I think there's a lot of shows where people bitch about finales. I really think friends nailed it with that finale personally. Um, I mean, it was, it was great. And to see them grow up and then juxtapose that to us, all of us growing up, our group of friends, all of us and, and having babies and now watching the show on HBO max and, and loving it even more because, I can think of all of us and, and, you know, pertain it to that. Not that we lived in New York city. I'm just saying, you know, our lives, you know, and, and how all of that played out, you know? So you're, you're saying watching it now, you can make those connections to what it's like to be a young adult and having friends and grow and growing up. I don't up, have friends. So, and, and growing <laughs> up and having babies and getting married and all right. of these right things that we we all did like you know exactly exactly but we we saw that i don't i don't remember the finale really to be honest with you i honestly i'm not even sure i saw the whole finale i was saying i remember the uh, i remember watching the finale but i don't remember like what actually transpired on it yeah so i remember i liked it (laughs) spoiler alert for anyone that's never seen the finale yeah spoil it um Ross and Rachel obviously have their baby together and she has a job in Paris in fashion and she goes to leave and Ross goes to the airport and to tell her that he loves her and he misses her and she gets on the plane and he gets back to the his apartment and sees that he's got a voicemail or a, a answering machine message and he plays it. And it's Rachel saying, you know, I do love you. And oh, my God, I got to get off this plane. I got to get off this plane. And then you hear in the background, ma'am, you have to sit down. And then a click. And then Ross screams, let her off the plane. (laughs) Even though he's in his apartment. And then his door. I do recall that. His door opens and Rachel's standing there. And she says, it was always you. And. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, they get together. Well, they have a baby. You know, this is. For me, I, there was a girl in high school who said that she, I reminded her a lot of uh, Chandler with my dry humor and sarcasm. She's being nice. Uh, so, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you knew me in high school, maybe that would have made more sense. I don't know. I For me, from 11 until... What did it end? It was a 10-year run. I was 21 when it ended. I was not a 21-year-old person watching Friends. And, and by the time in my mid-teens, I realized um, Jennifer Aniston as Rachel was just eye candy. Um, I didn't find anything that she said as funny at all. Um, You're I a thought, bad person. 
I just no, honestly, like watching it, I was like, I'm waiting for her to say something funny. And she just wasn't. Uh, and I was like, why is she here? Oh, wait, she's the pretty one. Okay, I get it. Um, and then what's what's the what's the other one? The blonde one, the smelly Phoebe? cat? Phoebe. Phoebe, yes. Phoebe. <laughs> wow. Phoebe, I thought was comedically like maybe the second funniest person on the show. She was so fucking funny. But they didn't and give I, her enough funny stuff. Yeah. Right. They really should have highlighted they her. They underutilized more. her. They did. Thank you. Um, That's true. And and a lot of guys, and I don't want to get into this whole like she's hot, she's not bullshit. <laughs> Childish, but like as a kid, you know, a, a lot of my friends thought Courtney Cox was very attractive. I couldn't see it whatsoever. So like for me, I'm like, okay, there's one funny girl on it. The one of them's a waste of space, and the other one's very meh. <laughs> now, as far as the guys go, I thought uh um Ross was annoying. Yeah, he's always whining. He's just like a little fucking bitch. That's his character. <laughs> right. I understand. I'm not saying he played it poorly. I'm saying his character sucks. Then now this is this is cynical teenage Dan talking. Then you got um what's his cocaine head who went back and forth with weight? Uh Chandler? Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. Matt, yeah, Matthew Perry. Uh liked him, thought anything he did was funny. Literally would just like walk into a room and I'd start laughing. He's funny. <laughs> Same with Joey. I, I thought their relationship as two single idiots was was great. They had that apartment together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the matching like fucking chairs. Like I liked all of that. So Our I had this weird relationship where like it's it's entertaining. There's something just it just feels good when you watch it. I don't know what it is. The lighting, the 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 characters, how familiar you are with everybody. I don't know. It's like they really are your old friends. But yes, a, a, a teenage Dan was getting into Mr. Show and David Cross. So a show like a show like Friends was definitely just below. doesn't hold up. Right. <laughs> I, I don't I mean, I I just I liked it, you know. I I remember I I watched it up to the finale, and then anytime it was came out in syndication and it was on, I watched it because I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a funny show, and then yeah. it was on Netflix. I introduced my wife to it. She had never, she wasn't familiar uh, with it. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Is she alien? obsessed now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She is. She's seen, she's she watching an over. alien or she's obsessed. <laughs> she's an alien Both. or she's, she's, she's a mermaid from splash. Both. She was in an ice cube. She was like a caveman. She hasn't, where has she been? Well, Encino man. She's, yeah, she, she loves is it. your wife in snowman. Stay yes. <laughs> yes. It's true. No. Um, she loves it now. Um, she loves Phoebe. It's her favorite character. I just yes. got her, um, the Funko pop of smelly cat Phoebe. Um, and she Excellent. she loved that. She does not. She's not like me with my Funkos. She doesn't really collect Funkos. But if you have a specific one that has to do with a severe, it's got to be very specific to something that she cares about. And well, I, something that she can share with you as well, but also not have an unhealthy attachment <laughs> to plastics. Correct. And and again, <laughs> you know, uh, she loves Phoebe. I love Phoebe. I love I love all of them. I feel that Chandler was the first one to help me establish my sense of humor. Um, I, yeah. I really, really feel that. I also feel like I, I always have to like, which character am I? And I always I never feel like I'm a specific character. I feel like I'm a mixture. So I'm definitely Chandler and Ross, sometimes more Ross, sometimes yeah. more Chandler. <laughs> It really depends yeah, on the definitely. situation. I'm not Joey. 
I'm I'm not no. at all. Not, I'm not any part Joey at all. Ronler. <laughs> a Ronler. A Ronler. Yes. Well, what I'm gonna do right now is say that I kind of feel like that is the first show where people had those thoughts of like, oh, I'm a Ross. I'm a Rachel. Like that kind of was a. That wasn't a thing, like, until that show came out. Yeah, around, no one was like. saying that about the Golden Girls until now. Right, until now. Yeah, yeah. now they go back and Because it's it, a thing it where you can actually yeah. plug yourself into, which right. I think I think really got popular with Sex and the Sex City. Sex and the City, yeah. A lot of Ugh. people, I hear a lot of, oh, I'm a this or I'm a that. I, yeah. I mean, I've even said it on this show. You know, I'm definitely a Miranda. No, I don't know what that means. Um, sure you don't. But I would agree. I think friends, people were able to put themselves in that situation, and all of them really took up this whole huge spectrum of personalities that you could easily plug yourself yeah. into. Well, with six of them and six different personalities, it's like you can easily find one that you're most like and just be right. like, yes, I am totally Monica because I am OCD and I can't stand messes and right. I'm neurotic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. let's talk that's about that's me. Let's talk about <laughs> I think it's obvious, yeah. Let's talk about the reunion and what what we're hoping for. And yes. personally, I'm hoping for a couple things. I I really want I want David Schwimmer at one point to scream pivot. Yeah, he uh, he must. He has to. Um it's I required. I already By the way, time out, time out, time out. Jesus, Dan. I work I'm trying at the post office real quick. I know. I work at the post Nobody office. Nobody cares. When, when we get when we have to do work on someone else's job because they're not there, they or they're sick or whatever, that's called the pivot. Called a pivot. So I'm constantly yelling, pivot, <laughs> pivot, 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 pivot. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> it's, All right, it's, go ahead. So, it's so great. pivot. Go ahead. Uh, pivot. Um, I, I, I know that they are going to address whether or not they were on a break. And mm. in it my opinion, they were on a break. That's been that's my opinion. Yeah. Rachel, this is what you wanted. He went and banged some other chick. He shouldn't have really done that, but they were on a break, so it wasn't cheating. So really, they were both stupid. Um, right. well, if you go on a break, you have to establish the rules of the break. Thank you. The, the, the parameters must be set. Right. You and can't just say most, I'm on a break and then not be like, what does that mean? Yeah, I think I think <laughs> most people, at least in my mind, would agree that being on a break does not mean sleep with whomever you want. It means right. we're still together and we need to remain, um, you know, faithful to each other, but we can't be around one another right now. Right. I think that that whole thing was handled extremely poorly on both ends. Well, see, this is why you have to set your parameters because if, yeah. if Dan's on a break, that's what that means. And if Rocco's on a break, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've been on breaks before. He has totally <laughs> screwed me every time. Every Well, no, I've screwed someone else. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> no. Um. So those two things. And honestly, I really want them to address um, Matthew Perry's issues. Mm -hmm. I hope that not, you know, we don't get into the nitty gritty, but I, I hope, I hope in myself that they really were there for him in real life um, when he struggled right. with his problems. And the reason I 
I say that is, did you guys see the interview where they did the three on three? They interviewed the three guys and they interviewed the three girls and they did it. People magazine did it. It's not part of the reunion. It's it's kind Leading of just, up to. Yes. So if you get for a, the reunion. Exactly. So if you get a chance, bring pull this up and listen to it or, or watch it, I should say. Matthew Perry is slurring all of his words. He can barely lift his head up or keep his eyes open. Um, when, like, how old is this interview? Uh, last week. Oh, man. Oh, no. And he's just like, like, you have David Schwimmer, Matt LeBlanc, and Matt Perry at the end. And it's like, LeBlanc, you fucking LeBlanc, idiot. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. LeBlanc? So, so they were you like, you watched the entire series until it ended, and then you're calling, you're calling him Matthew Sh- LeBlanc? Shut up for a second, okay? Jesus Christ. Unreal. You're, I want to, I just want to you reach through to this. Leave. I want to rip your beard off and I want to wear it like a toupee. Anyway, <laughs> idiot. Anyway, they're talking, they ask them how close they are. Do they feel close? They're like, yeah, it's, we're very close. We're very, very close. And, and Matt Perry goes, it's mostly sexual. <laughs> Most, mo- most, wow. almost did a spit take there. <laughs> most, mostly sexual, and it was funny, but it was also sad. Yeah, right. Oh my god, is this on YouTube? Could I find it there? You can find it anywhere. Yeah, it's people. Yeah. it's a People Magazine interview, and then they did the three girls, and they were they were just funny. They were all, yeah. all it was funny. All of it was funny. They were talking about pranks they did on each other. You know, and by the way, I was sold. I was shitting I was shitting on Aniston earlier, but I, what I meant to say was that your character was boring to me. Right. But if if you look at any of her work that she's done after that, I, I actually think she's a very good actress. Yeah. I really do. I just it, watching the show, her character didn't make me laugh ever. Um, but I gotta hand it to her; she's had a fantastic career. And anybody that talks about her in her personal life says about how wonderful of a person she is. Yeah, I've heard you know, and great things. Exactly. So I'm, I, I'm, I just, I don't want to make sure that people know I'm not really shitting on Jennifer. Well, you know, that's what that, I call her. I call know, her Jennifer. Yeah, because you guys are in the biz together. You know, right? We're getting, <laughs> we're getting paid for our show. She got paid for her show. Right. Um, we're colleagues. We're yes. colleagues. We're um, Peter. Exactly. <laughs> um, before moving forward, though, um, you know. One thing I loved is when she played that role in Horrible Bosses and Horrible Bosses too, oh, and they so asked good. they asked her about that, and she goes, "Because I'm I'm Rachel from Friends, and everyone expects that I'm just going to be Rachel from Friends, so I wanted just yeah. a dirty, dirty role." And man, oh <laughs> man, did she play that! I laughed so hard. I love it. But there was I, an indie flick she did a while ago. I think it was called Good Girl or something to that effect. She, I don't know. She played kind of a scumbag. It was really nice. <laughs> well, so I've said what I I'm hoping to get out of this reunion. Ray Ray, what are you yeah. what are you looking to get out of this reunion show? Oh man, I hope they revisit some of the classic scenes, like you said, the pivot. You know, table reads. Maybe table reads are going to be awesome. I feel it. I would love to hear Smelly Cat. You know, saying mm-hmm. live and in person another time. Um, something I will say is I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but I heard a rumor that even among all the special guests that they're having one person who's apparently not included or decided not to come or whatever is Paul Rudd. 
like what oh We're wow why I don't know. I don't know if he chose not to come or if he wasn't invited or what the story is. And I don't even know if it's true. I guess we'll find out when we watch it if he doesn't show up. But I heard he's not on the list. He was not on the list of special guests when that was released, which I think is ridiculous. Yes. What kind ridiculous. of character did he play? I don't remember him. He's his husband. Yeah. Oh, he is? Mike. Yeah. He was in the last, Mike. he was in the final two seasons. Yeah. Like long oh, wow. time. So. That's upsetting because yeah. I love Paul. Yeah, but and he uh, was great um, in that show. Giovanni Ribisi was uh, her brother. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, I love remember it. him. I, I remember it. him doing a really good job too. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. There a lot of people that came in and so out. So many that, guest stars. Like it's yeah. crazy. Well, then there's then there's also some people on the list, and I don't remember the list, but it, oh, like Justin I'm Bieber. Like, yeah, like yeah, what does Bieber. He need to be there for? Like, were you born like, yet? I like James Corden, but why is he there? He must be a super fan. Big deal. I know. Yeah, you're taking up time. I'm glad we'll Elliot, Gould. <laughs> Elliot Gould will be there, and I'm glad for that. Yeah. Who's Elliot Gould? Monica's father. Uh, well, Ross and Monica's father. He was yeah. he was famous after for Ocean's Eleven, the Ocean series. Right. He, oh, yeah. that guy, the old guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's Ocean. He's Ocean, right? No. No. Oh, George Clooney is he's ocean. yeah he's he's uh no uh, he's Saul yes. no he's Reuben oh Reuben my bad oh yeah Saul's Saul, the other guy yeah Saul's the the old the old guy the older older guy. than him yeah <laughs> the next older guy any spray yeah sorry um I really like behind the scenes shit I really like candid yes. you know people just being honest. Uh, yes. I like seeing how how they interact literally as friends. Right. Yes. Versus In a real life. version of friends. Yeah. Yeah. IRL yeah. I want to know like what their favorite moments are. Like, you know, I want them to talk about when we were filming the pivot scene. We all yeah. whatever. Like, yes. And by the way, I think that's a much fun. healthier way of revisiting this nostalgia for things. The constant rebooting and remaking Ugh. things like to some Boring. extent sure makes sense some things yeah. it's like all right you know let's we could try this out but other things it's like why would you do this this is such a bad idea right uh, and yeah. i'm really happy like for example they're gonna try and redo fraser that's on the books mm. yeah um interesting and it's like why um yeah i do yeah, want so them for to this, do a single season friends. of seinfeld oh come on one season i mean <laughs> one and now come on like I, I would love them to do exactly what they're doing with friends. Just revisit it. Talk about your favorite moments. Right. Let's get an update on how everybody's doing now, which by the way, all they're all of them are having great careers. Not a single one person who's ever had one screw up from Seinfeld. Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> there was one Kramer. Um, um, so, but yeah, that'd be really fun. Yeah. So, and so I, I just I agree with the format and I think some people were mad. You know, no, I wanted an episode. No, I don't want well, an episode. You know, there yeah. was a movie. There was there, there's two things. So, number one, you said you mentioned the behind, movie. You said so there's two things. First of all, you said you love the behind the scenes stuff. One of my favorite things, two of my favorite things from the show that you can look up is one when Ross and Emily, like when Ross said Rachel's name at the altar when he was supposed to marry Emily and Emily wouldn't return his calls. There's a scene where they're in Monica's apartment 
And finally, Emily picks up the phone when Ross is calling her and he starts jumping up and down, screaming. She picked up. She picked up. He runs over and randomly picks up the lamp from the end table and hands it to Chandler in excitement, just picks a lamp up and hands it to him. And that wasn't at all scripted. That wasn't part of anything. David Schwimmer just picked up the lamp and handed it to to Chandler and walked away. And you can see. As the camera cuts away, Chandler starts just laughing, but the camera yeah. quick cuts over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's a scene where uh, Ross says he wants to play the bagpipes for Monica and Chandler's wedding. So they're like, all right, go ahead and start playing. So Ross starts playing and you can't even make out what the song is. And Phoebe and Rachel. <laughs> yes. And Phoebe and Rachel are sitting next to each other. And Phoebe unscripted begins like dancing and like kind of singing to it, but nonsensical words. And you see Jennifer, Rachel, Rachel starts dying. And apparently that's not like, that's really Jennifer Aniston laughing hysterically (laughs) in that moment. Um, So like it's little things like that. How do you not? Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's little things like that, that like you rewatch the episode and you're like, Oh my God, it's 10 times better. 10 times better just just knowing that fact and uh there the other thing i was gonna say is there was supposed to be a movie there was a movie and there was even a plot that was gonna come out and the whole thing got scrapped um was Mm. that they all were coming back to new york city because chandler and monica were getting divorced oh no so they were all coming back to new york and there was going to be a movie about that situation and it, that's that was what the whole plot was, because they had all moved away. Joey moved to L.A. because he was famous. Ross and Rachel got a place upstate. Monica and Chandler were in that house that we remember in the final season. Which and was then, in like Brooklyn or something, right? It was like it w- not in Manhattan. Exactly. It was just north of New York City, barely. Yeah. And um, they were getting divorced. So everyone came down to kind of show their support. And that's where the movie was supposed to take place and that. But the whole thing got scrapped and then they're doing this reunion, which, like you said, I'm happy with the format. I think it works for this type of show. I really yeah. do. I, th- I don't think it would work for Seinfeld. I don't think it would work for The Office. I think that those are shows that you would need. I would love one, not a reboot, just one season. One season in this time period, especially Seinfeld. Come on. <laughs> I don't know, man. I read I read a, a great one of my favorite plot points is that Jerry's dating a girl. He brings her to Newman's and her iPhone automatically connects to Newman's Wi-Fi. Uh-oh. <laughs> and so Jerry is having a problem with this the entire time. Right. Like things like that. why did it automatically connect? That means you were here before. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. that's like, you know, things like that. But anyway, uh, yeah. Dan, what are you looking to get out of this? Well, like I said, it's just for me, it's it's those behind the scenes. It's those candid moments. Like when you brought up all that stuff, like I want to hear about that. That's fucking awesome. Um, I'm fascinated by that. That's why I listen to so many podcasts that include celebrities because they talk about those moments. I love those little nuggets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So last thing, and then let's go to break. Um, I was attacked on the Internet saying that I have no taste because of how excited I am about this reunion. Um, (laughs) Ray, Ray, what do you what do you tell someone that says that to you? I've never had that happen. Yeah. 
Maybe because oh. I'm female, people expect me to like friends. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's different for guys. It's more socially acceptable. Right. I remember in college, you just had this little That's TV. Fair. We all had the same fucking little black little 13 black, inch little TV. 13 inch TV this with, big. A, with, a, with the VCR yep. attached in the bottom, right? I had one. Everybody had one of those. Yep. It was friends on constant. Always, always on. Always. It, it was on, yeah. It was on syndication. So I just had it on. Right. <laughs> always. <laughs> To be fair, I did it with Dawson's Creek too. Oh my god! I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I don't either. <laughs> Which I also just recently rewatched all of. Wow! But that can be a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> on another no, show. No, thank you. <laughs> on a different show. A different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. If you're listening to this, you may have already seen the reunion. If you haven't and you like friends, I suggest watching it. Um, so no spoilers because technically none of us have watched it yet because it airs tomorrow. Um, but when we come back, everybody's favorite part of the show, fuck you, where we air our grievances and uh, we'll be right back. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. And we are back with everybody's favorite part of the show. Fuck you. But before we do that, there is a movie coming out. It is called Cruella. And Ray Ray is here. And yes. she wants to just talk about it briefly before we get in our fuck yous. Yeah. So, Ray Ray, what is what is your interest? What what did you want to talk about? I don't know, about? man. I just saw the trailer and I was like, this looks fucking awesome <laughs> how did how did 101 delmate 101 not 101 how did 101 delmations sit with you uh as a kid uh i didn't love i mean i liked the movie overall and i liked the puppies mm -hmm. i didn't like the concept of a woman trying to kill puppies to make fur coats but that's the point she's right. the villain she's evil, not supposed yeah. to like her yeah i remember uh, being at a certain age and like a lot of girls seem to really really love that movie yeah you know, the puppies um, yeah. It was like girls it's that were really, really into horses and they were just like weird. Right. Like you wear overalls and you're just like. Also, Dalmatians are like special. You don't see a lot of Dalmatians. So, like, to see a movie with literally 101 of them, you're like, yeah. whoa, what is this? Right. This is crazy. That's and they true. were cute. Like, there was the fat one named Rolly and there's like all these cute, lucky, like all these cute puppies with personalities and they were characters instead of just side plot, you know? Yeah, true. I found uh, two things interesting about this. So first of all, the trailer, I thought the trailer I did not expect. Yeah, I was like, OK, number yeah. one, number two, I have I love Emma Stone. I yes. think she's fantastic. She was an Same. amazing Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Man films. And mm -hmm. I'm sad that she's no longer Gwen because <laughs> Gwen Gwen becomes in the comics. Gwen becomes Ghost Spider. Um, she, be, she becomes a Spider Girl, and I wanted to see Emma Stone uh, pick her. up that mantle. I and I, I I hope maybe someday we'll see it. I don't know, but the yeah. next thing is is that it's PG thirteen. 
that that changes things right Mm -hmm. but pg-13 you're still allowed to drop one f-bomb exactly this (laughs) this doesn't look so much disney what is you think there's going to be a disney rated r movie yes there will be Disney just well, bought Fox, so they have Deadpool, the Deadpool movies. They're gonna I get you, one. but like, but like a Disney movie that's based on a Disney movie. That's fair. It's not, not going to be rated R. Yeah, but it looks right. pretty I mean, violent. You can't go R with this. Oh yeah. Even if you are trying to get those kids back to see it that that saw it when they were kids, right? Yeah, because they want to get the new, younger generation involved as well. Right. Come on, dude. You can't make it R. And no. and and you can still make a good entertaining PG-13 movie. That's what yeah. I'm saying though is that it's not a PG film. Like Lion King, uh, that live action was PG, right? It wasn't and live action. Stop saying that. You know what I mean. <laughs> um well, be fucking accurate. Okay. It wasn't a documentary in the Serengeti about lions. Oh my dude. god! I know, action. obviously, it's animation. It just looked fucking real. Okay, so it 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 looked like live action. It wasn't. It was animation. It wasn't hand drawn animation. Are you happy now? Computer animated. Yes, it was a fucking CG. shit's been computer animated since 1994 in Toy Story. It's animation. 90, 95. Um, what's Toy you Story? Go, you want to go toe to toe on this? I feel like no, you might be right. It might be ninety four. Yeah, ninety four, ninety five. Don't no, even. It's not two years. It was one year. It was nineteen ninety four. Might have been ninety five. No, um, it wasn't. Anyway, okay. Um, this is PG thirteen, so I think it yeah. gives them a lot more room to make it a little more scary, yes. a little more creepy. Well, think about it. She's a scary ass bitch. Yes, yeah. she is. T- Terrifying. She's one of the most scary Disney villains, in my opinion, because Run close, man, people, someone who wants to willingly murder puppies is an evil human. <laughs> like she's the worst. Wait, is that bad? So <laughs> sorry, Dan, sorry to destroy your dreams, <laughs> but my, I don't know. It just seems so interesting to know how she, I want to know how she got that way. And this seems to explore that. Yes. And it seems like she was bullied, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm in it. I'm all in. I want to go to the theater and see it. I, I will in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. My I really want to go to the theater to see the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. That's gonna be like that's my like I need to go to the theater to see that that movie. Yeah. You're you're finally you have an excuse to watch Robert Pattinson. Mm. Robert Pattinson is an incredibly gifted actor. You get his name out of your mouth unless <laughs> It is a positive and he hated Twilight as well as everyone else. He left the theater during the premiere because he was embarrassed about being in those films. Oh, he, right. He, right. He didn't a, realize how bad it was until the film movie he, came out. Right. He hated though. He hated doing those films. He was quoted as saying during filming how ridiculous they were. The reason he did them was to make enough money to do his art, his art, house films which he's done plenty of the lighthouse with willem dafoe amazing amazing tenant was amazing okay i didn't realize he was in tenant yeah he was in tenant i did not know that yeah he was fantastic if you're if you're judging pattinson on um on on just twilight then it's like judging heath ledger on a knight's tale like 
there's nothing wrong with that fair enough but i'm i'm just saying i i, I don't care and i think you're in love with them regardless uh, well i think that and i think stuck. you really did like twilight i hated twilight that was the dumbest no you I, didn't it was dumb because you saw all the movies you saw all of them i saw or you made your one. decision i saw the first one and then why? i never i never why? watched why did was, you see the first one because i wanted to do some hand. i wanted her to do some hand stuff to me <laughs> I was gonna so, say because he lives with a woman. I I just I, well no she hates. Don't she you know like you gotta take movies. her to a musical? That's this this yeah. was oh yeah you you do watch South Park right? Yes yeah. of course yeah <laughs> take her to a musical. Okay. <laughs> All right let's get to our fuck yous and uh, everybody go watch Cruella and the Friends reunion. Okay yes. the fuck yes. you section here we go. So here we go fuck you. So, um, with that being said, who wants to go first? I have two. One is. Could you play the sounder? I just did. No, no one heard it. it. Hang on. Nah, I don't think you shared the audio. Oh, man. Fucking idiot. This is not your first show. Well, remember what goes out to Rocco. (laughs) Do you remember when everything, uh, you know, cut out on us? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You haven't played any sound since we reconnected. Oh, there it is. Sorry. There it is. Right, one more time. I got a lot of problems with you people. There yeah, it is. Nice and quiet. Nice yeah, and quiet. I know. I know. I got to fix okay. that one. Um, okay. Let's I'll just, blame Zoom. I'll just, I'm just going to go. Okay. Yeah. My first fuck you. I got two. They're quick. I'll make them very quick, especially this one. Um, Memorial Day's coming up. I am so sick and tired of these people being, don't forget what Memorial Day's about. People that died for fighting for our freedom. No, they didn't. No one died for fighting for our freedom. Our soldiers died for no fucking reason at all. The last the last time we fought a war that meant anything was World War Two. Since then, we have just been bombing places and killing people for no reason at all. And the soldiers that died, I am sad. That makes me sad that the soldiers died. I don't want soldiers to die. I want them to come home and be with their families. But stop saying that they're out there fighting for our freedom. They're not out there fighting for our freedom. They're just, they're not. They're fighting for America's special interests. That's about it. So I don't want to hear anymore. Roast a hot dog. And if you do have a friend or family member that's a soldier, hope that they come home safe. And I hope that they come home safe too. That's my first fuck you. So fuck you to that. Number two, fuck you to Demi Lovato. A woman struggling for relevancy that now she's gender neutral. No, you're not. You're not. Okay. You're you're just, you're not. This is not a fashion statement. There are young men and women that are struggling with their gender and sexuality that commit suicide, that can't go back to their homes, that have lost family members over this but now you want to just be in with the new fashion and what's this wasn't it two weeks ago she was flipping out at a yogurt stand because it triggered her for being fat or something like she freaked out what do you follow her on instagram no it's just i didn't hear about that (laughs) so apparently some yogurt shop had advertisements in their window for their yogurt and she did this whole long instagram rant on how it triggered her eating disorders and the yogurt shop is like, it's our yogurt shop that has signs for our yogurt in the windows. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and 
you know, nobody cares about you, Demi Lovato. No one cares. <laughs> you are irrelevant. We don't care about you. Fuck you. OK, wow. you're not gender neutral. OK, you are not gender fluid. You just this is a new fashion statement for you to try and stay in the the zeitgeist. That's what you're trying to do. OK, don't sit here and be like a Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner really is a woman. That's a trans woman or just a woman. Right. This is not a joke to this celebrity. We may not like Caitlyn Jenner's, Caitlyn Jenner's a piece of shit. Number yes, one, but not because under that is being a woman. Correct. Now, we may not like her, but it's not because that she's a woman or she underwent any surgery. But what I'm saying is for Caitlyn Jenner, this wasn't a fashion statement. This was her life. She probably went through a lot of therapy, a lot of pain, a lot of problems to get to yeah. be where she really is today. Stop diminishing that by making it your flavor of the week. Demi Lovato. OK, because listen, you don't care, man. You Fuck said you. that you had a short one and then I'm that done. was just two really long ones. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Why? I just want to say legally for critical mass, <clears throat> we support anybody that, that is struggling with their identity in any way uh, that has mental health issues or is struggling with whatever in their life. Yeah. Lovato, I know, has struggled with addiction, with eating disorders, with mental health. Um, so I'm not going to say you're wrong, Rocco. I don't like, believe you're, her you're doing the masturbation hand gesture. I don't believe I totally her. get like, I totally get, <laughs> I just don't believe her. I can see like where you're coming from and where a lot of people might look at her and go, you're clearly doing this for attention, but I'm willing yeah, to give her the benefit of the doubt that it could partially be true. Or, or even if it is a little bit true, like, that sucks for that person that they're going through this. And if it helps other people talk about it. Right. But what has she done? Too, she hasn't right? done anything for anyone. Even Caitlyn Jenner has done oh more for God. the trans community. Uh, fine. But you know what? If she was throwing touchdowns for the fucking Packers, you'd think she was God. Okay. <laughs> if she was throwing touchdowns for the Cowboys, they'd be scoring touchdowns. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> Enough about Demi Lovato. You're kind of a dick, but also kind of right. But whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> Ray Ray, what's your fuck you? Well, I don't know if you guys can see what I've been drinking here. It's the canned oh, rosé. Oh, boy. Can wine. Uh, I don't know if you see that logo. Three Shit. brothers. You see that logo? Oh, yes. that is disgraceful. Traitor. Is I did it just to piss you guys off. Um, but no, I'm going to be honest. I've not, I've also had a bad time at three brothers. So I'm just, how many no. times have you been there, Rachel? Ray, Ray. I've been there at least three times. Mm -hmm. Um, were your experiences all bad? No, no, I would say actually four times. Cause once was like a special thing where I went, cause they had an, like a big projector and they were showing the Goonies and it was like late in the evening when the winery itself was closed. That was, that was my best experience there. 
And I so when, when there was no wine involved, it was good. I only had beer. They had like they had their beer open, right. but that was it. Um, okay, nice. And it was a smaller crowd because you both know how crazy it gets there. Ugh. Yeah. So there was only like forty people total that showed up for it. So that was fine. And then the first two ish times I went were okay, but nothing like spectacular. Yeah. And then the last time I was there was for your wife's birthday. <laughs> and we all know how that went. We were there too long. Yeah. Oh, you don't want so, our money anymore? I was also um, like personally treated weirdly when, because they gave us what, like a X amount of tastes total. Yeah. yeah. Which is stupid. But anyways, um, I was at my last spot and I had certain amount of tastings left and I like say I had five left I don't remember because it was a while ago but say Mm -hmm. five tastings left and I was in one particular winery spot and it was the last one and I only wanted four of them but I paid for all of them right so I asked if they could just give me two tastings of one wine that I knew I liked because there was one that I was like I already know I don't like that one yeah. And maybe they didn't like that I said that I didn't like one of their wines. Yeah. <laughs> but the woman literally like nearly told me to just leave. Wow. She was like, uh, no, we can't do that. And I kind of feel like you've been overserved. I was like, oh, because I know what kind of wine I like and I'm asking you to just swap one sample. They, that's a trend. They asked me, they told me to leave too. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. I'm only drinking this because it was a gift. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. It was a gift and I'm keeping it, Todd. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> the rosé was a gift. The painting was a gift. <laughs> but I painting. was like, I, I said to Josh, I was like, I'm going to drink this rosé and I'm going to piss them off. <laughs> no, Dude. but no, I agree. I, they're just not a great establishment. They need to work on their customer service. 100%. Yeah. Oh, we could spend an entire episode. On I know. And, and we, we almost did last two. time. I know. But, but, I know. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Fucking, I can't. Who the hell defends that? Who can honestly defend that? That's just. No. I mean, the first two, like I said, the first two times it was fine. Like it wasn't anything awesome, but it was fine. Yeah. But. Just. I mean, I I went there hill. twice, I believe, maybe three times, but I went there with my mother-in-law and like her neighbors and my wife and like my sister-in-law it had to have been before we went because we definitely would not have gone back there right and um it really wasn't that bad of a time i just i still felt like i was cattle being herded yes yeah i didn't love but it wasn't like i was treated poorly right do you know what i mean so with that i was like okay you know not right. not for me. Like, yeah, I that's how I felt the first here. few times. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'll just move along to the next thing. I, I feel like they use their, the fact that they have so many wineries, even though it's one giant different winery. Buildings. Yeah. Right. The fact they have so many different buildings and so many different themes. Like they have the classy wine, the feminine wine, and the redneck wine, <laughs> right. and the beer. I feel like they use that as a way to get people there, but then they don't treat those people with any kind of respect once they are there. Right. You're all just That's numbers obnoxious. to them. Yeah. Right. It's like, you well, have like to buy I'm, this passport. Like I was it's... saying, like, I'm sorry. I don't like your shitty, sweet red wine from your redneck. And I'd rather have your nice dry 
white wine twice. Is that a problem? Have the decency to lie to me. Like, (laughs) like lie to my face that I'm right. Lie to me and tell me. And then bitch about it to your coworkers later. Like every normal human being. (laughs) Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that was that. Thank you for that. Thank you, Ray Ray. Solidarity. Well, my fuck you next week will be to Zoom if they fucked us on the first segment of the show. Um, but yeah. until then, I'll just say fuck you to uh, the barber shop that I no longer go to, Sport Clips. <laughs> I know that's so generic, but it's hard for me to find a place um, that's decent. Um, anyways, I go to Great Clips, and I like it. Great Clips? I've, I've been there before. I don't um, know if I loved it, though. They have an Irish oh, Matt Plaza? I do the one in Gates. Uh, oh, well, Josh does the, the one Caesars. in Josh does the Great Clips in Ridgemont, and he likes it. So, okay, so I like went great there clips. before several times, and the yeah. last time I went to the Great Clips in Ridgemont, they really fucked things up for oh, me. Oh, jeez. To good. be honest with you, it's it's hard to like say that the establishment itself is the problem. Right. It it's really the comes down that... to the individual stylist. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I used to go to um, Hair Zoo. Right. One for convenience, you know, but two cheap. because yes, it was close, it was cheap, yeah, and, and it's to me didn't really matter. But as I got older, I noticed like no, every single time I seem to go into hair zoo, it's like someone's training there. Mm-hmm. I'm always getting the girl who's brand new, like where she's like shaking as she holds the buzzer Fresh out like, of cosmetology school, <laughs> right? I just Stop graduated with the continental. Yeah. So then I started going to sports clips and they were saying how they only hire people there that have been doing the job already. They don't take anybody that's brand new. So I was like, all right, now I'm at sport clips for a while, been going there for a couple of years. The pandemic has made things worse. I, I complained last week about how, you know, they say they open at eight or nine or whatever it was. And yeah. even on the app, you can make an, you know, you, you schedule your appointment on the app and, you know, it's eight Oh five and they're still not open. And you know, go listen to that episode if you want to hear me bitch about that. But <laughs> when I go in there, the last few times I've been in there, it's it's really just the owner of that particular establishment that's giving me the haircut because there's no one else around. And she just comes off as very conservative, conspiracy, I don't wear oh, masks, gosh. this is all a hoax kind of shit. Right. Don't peddle that shit to people getting their hair cut. Nobody cares. Shut up your mouth and cut my hair. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> If you want to talk about that stuff, start a podcast that nobody listens to. Exactly. That's the healthy way to do it. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's enough for me to say I'm going somewhere else from now on. Yeah. I don't want to have to navigate around this awkward issue of the fact that you're holding blades up to my head and I think you're a fucking psycho. Mm-hmm. So it's fair. Fuck you to people who think that they can a be a conspiracy theorist Republican or b spout that kind of shit to the regular general public. Right. Yes. Uh, So that's that. Dan, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I certainly hope that Zoom recorded this entire episode. Um, But regardless, Ray Ray, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um. So. That's Huge about crowd. it. Dan, you got anything else? No, man, that's it. Well, Let's rock and roll. 
that's uh, that's the end of the show. Uh, just based on our time. Oh, one more thing we should we should mention, and maybe maybe you're going to bring this up. I'm sorry, it's preemptive. Oh my god, you're so annoying. Ruben will be on the show soon. Big news from him. If you're an avid listener and a fan of him and or us, stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned. Um, with that being said, a uh, couple things that we talked about today. First of all, if you are struggling with addiction, be it opioid addiction or any type of addiction, um, you know, seek help. Um, people love you. People care about you. Even if you want to reach out to Dan or I on the page, uh, we can always direct you to some excellent resources um, that you can utilize to get that help. Um, secondly, um, if you are struggling with your gender, with your sexuality, um, there are also many things uh, that you can <clears throat> you can do. Um, you are loved, even if you know people, unfortunately, in your immediate friends or family circle may not show that um, you are loved and you are important. Um, I just find it annoying when celebrities use it as a fashion statement when you're trying to struggle when you're struggling with it. Um, but again, like I said before, reach out to me, reach out to Dan on our page, and we're more than happy to direct you to some awesome resources um, that you can use to get the help that you might need. Um, you shouldn't feel alone in this. Um, but with that being said, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you to everyone at DFAN Entertainment, Towel Light Talk, Star Warriors, um, Insensitive Culture. Give them all a listen. We will see you next week for another episode that's about it party on wayne thanks everyone peace bye they come from but